Hey everybody and welcome back to Nerd to the Third, episode 6. We're bringing you everything video games, movies, and nerd culture. Today we're bringing you The Power of Three with Nick, Nate, the ever-rotating third chair, the apple of my eye, Jeff Fafa. What up, what up, what up? How's it going? And Nate, how you doing? Dunham. Dunham. <laughs> Oh, okay, good. Thank you yeah, guys for having uh, me on. I think this is going to be a, a great episode. Oh, well, good. Well, now that we have your blessing to make it a good episode, I mean, go ahead, Jeff. Tell everybody where they can find you and what you do. Yeah, what up? So I'm uh, Jeffrey Mizrahi. have a podcast, PS Best Friends. You can find us on Twitter uh, at PSBF Podcast, or on YouTube, uh, as well as any podcast uh, platform. Um, and you can find me at Mr. Brawl96 on Twitter. But uh, yeah, pretty much we have a PlayStation podcast. We started it last year, me, Anthony Palm, and Miguel Alvarez. Um, and, uh, you know, Nate over here, active member in our community. Uh, we have some cross pro, uh, cross episodes a bunch. Um, one of my co-hosts is a Star Wars podcast with him. And uh, y'all reached out to me and said, uh, let's do some collab. And here I am on the third chair, on, on my chair, I guess. <laughs> You're on a chair. <laughs> On a third chair, yeah. There are three chairs. <laughs> All right, so room. let's get some quick grinding out of the way. Make sure to go to our TX3 Productions on Twitter. We did officially get past 50, so I, I'm really glad about that because it's like um, I think Twitter did a cleansing, and like all of a sudden we were, lo- we were losing people on Twitter. I'm like, no! <laughs> Just like all of a sudden, I'm like, hey, everybody, go fing do it right now. And then all of a sudden, I lost people. I'm like, what? No, I was just kidding. Don't be mad at me. I um, gained like three followers that week. Like, everyone's <laughs> like, oh, I just lost two million. I'm like, oh, well, they're all coming to me. <laughs> um, also, check out Ubi Chat um, on Twitter. That is for our Ubisoft podcast. And walk till underscore i'm dead and that's for the new podcast called walk of the dead and that one is just for the the walking dead our world which is the mobile game kind of like pokemon go but so much better all right and there's something we need to address something we need to talk about people and that is our nerd points our nerd points have been kind of just something in the background that we we mention at the beginning but then not really doing so i decided we need to put some actual stakes on this so i decided between me and nate and obviously the third chair will always count they'll always count in their own in their own capacity but it'll really be for me and nate okay and so basically what i thought would be a good idea is let's do like a month of loot crate you know and that, that you know that'd be something really good so basically what this is going to be and what i've always kind of wanted this to be is to be sort of a discussion after the podcast after we listen to it and just talk about it afterwards like okay who who won that episode who was the best you know who knew the most you know information or you know so uh the the points are still going to be the same we get positive points for funny jokes or positive points for knowing a, a you know a not so well known fact um and then negative points for getting something wrong or just a really bad joke that everybody hated or something like that and so but instead of trying to collaborate that at the end of each episode which we've never been that good at instead this is going to be more of a discussion that we can have on discord after we've all listened to the to the uh, episode so hopefully that could kind of get you guys uh go to twitter 
TX3 Productions or in the description of the podcast. And that's where you can get to our Discord and we can start having uh, discussions afterwards. Um, and I figured this might be a good thing to do like once a quarter. So we'll collaborate or collaborate. God, why I keep saying collaborate? I think it's your fault, Jeff. Um, we'll nice. Co- then too con- what, what's the what's the C word I'm looking for? Compile. That's what I was. Okay, sorry. We'll compile the points together at the end of each quarter and then figure out who won, therefore, who gets the loot crate for that month. All right. Also, we have a very, very big announcement, but we'll talk about that later. First up is It Came from the Interweb. So it came from the interweb is definitely busy this week because I started with the James Gunn incident and then all of a sudden Dan Harmon deleted his Twitter. But then also Michael Ian Black was also targeted is what I'm going to say, quote unquote. I mean, it kind of seems like for all these to happen one right after another kind of seems like too much to be just a coincidence so i mean let's start off with james gunn and well, it's, it's the same group doing this like it's that, pretty much um, yeah they're pretty much just trying to you know get uh, outspoken uh liberals or you know like lefties like mm-hmm. expose them so to speak but uh yeah start with the let's start with the james gunn yeah so what do you think about that jeff um terrible the the whole the whole situation was just handled so poorly um you know even if you agree he should have been fired should have not been fired the speed at which they did it is almost comical you know like they didn't even disney the statement didn't even wait a second like it literally came out and it was like what a day later like 12 hours later really yeah um but no, I of course personally uh, do not think he should have been fired. Uh, I mean, Disney has the right to fire him, of course. But you sh- the idea that you you're the same person just because it's under the same account seems to be really like the driving factor with all these things. That oh look, at James Gunn tweeted tweeted this one thing, and he tweeted this other thing, and right. they both have the same value, and they're both the same from the same account, so they're from the same person. And it's like, right. that's not true. We've had social media. We've had this technology in our lives for decades now, you know? And now we've had one platform, Twitter, for like straight up a decade now. And the fact that you could, that it's, there's some equality that like you can't change. That if you said this once, that's it forever is, is, right. is just disgusting to me. If it's something that the person still feels, of course, you know, if he had a racist tweet in 2008 and he's still racist, of course you know, you could get clipped for that. But mm-hmm. the, if you change and he apologized in 2012 and it's like, I mean, honestly, James Gunn, you should have deleted those tweets if you were aware of them in 2012. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but I mean, still, it's, you know, he, he has the, the right to keep him. So if he wants to keep him for whatever archival sake. Uh, but yeah, sh- I should not have been fired. And um, I, I don't know, w- w- like, w- w- what are your guys' thoughts? And then I guess we'll talk, we'll talk about what do you think Guardians 3 will be? Yeah. Go so ahead, Nick. So I'm really like 100% middle of the road here. Um, 
the the brass tax statement I'll make is I understand Disney's d- business decision right. on this part because you also you, okay you got to look at it like this when they researched who they wanted to direct Guardians one um, you guarantee you have to guarantee Disney as big as they are they knew those tweets were there whoever right. went and found James Gunn they knew they were there but right. also at that same time. He had apologized for him. He said that that was a different time and that those jokes, you know, they, they weren't good jokes. Like, they're, they're f***ed up to make. But still, it was, a, I, I guess you could say a product at the time. But the fact that this came out in such a public way, I understand, and so does James Gunn in his statements. I understand the business decision they made because if you look at it in the sense of, oh, someone that regardless, because most, because most people nowadays don't care about context, you have this outfront thing of this person made pedophilia jokes or, or whatever kind of jokes, and Disney is a company who targets towards children. For Disney, that's a bad image. Right. I will agree with you. The timing of it is beyond questionable, like how fast that happened. But I understand why they fired him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the whole situation itself is just a mess. Um, it's... I, I I also understand the, the 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 defense of you know James Gunn back then trying to do the whole edge lord thing because I remember that time I remember everyone was doing that true absolutely everyone so I at the end of the day I don't think James Gunn should be punished for something that happened ten years ago because I agree with you Jeff just because that happened ten years ago you have on social media and from everyone else you have seen him grow and change as a person right. if you look at his film films you look at his content you can see that change as well like you can see his personal change in his films over the course of the years so yeah of course i think he's i think he's changed and you know those tweets definitely were a product of their time that doesn't mean that the tweets are still good because they're still f-ed up if you go back and look at them mm-hmm. but i understand the decision disney made i think it sucks i don't think it should have happened but i understand it that's kind of my stance on it yeah i mean it's it is such a weird position to put yourself in because, I mean, obviously, I feel like the main reason this happened was because of Roseanne. You know, Roseanne got fired. A lot of people didn't like it. And so, like, you know what? You got one of ours. Well, fuck you. We're going to show you that you aren't so perfect. You try to pretend to be perfect, but you're not. And we're going to show you. And so somebody out there made it their job to like go through everybody's tweets and be like, you know, I'm going to find something that's just as, you know, bad as what Roseanne did, you know? And I do feel like you kind of mentioned it, Nate, but I do feel like it's weird how now we have two instances where, where a tweet basically ruined somebody's career, you know? And I, I, this is my opinion, and if you disagree with it, everybody listening, you know, that is your your absolute right to. But my opinion is, you know, there is something different about somebody tweeting something 10 years ago and someone tweeting something today. Of course. You know, course. Roseanne, she tweeted that today. You know, she can have as many excuses as she wants and she can. They're all valid. And. Uh, I'm valid to her, should I say? <laughs> yeah, I don't um, think people want to bring up the fact that the internet was a fucking wild west 
10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone was doing the craziest things possible. Yeah, I do. I think that is another thing. You know, Twitter might have been, I mean, Twitter in, in the internet in general just were so different, you know? And I do feel like the, I mean, what's a better, what's a better phrase than woke? Because I really don't want to use that phrase. Aware. There we go. The awareness <laughs> that we have nowadays is just, I feel like, I feel like a lot more people are aware. You know, they're aware of, you know, something being offensive. And so, therefore, maybe you shouldn't do it as much, you know. But I don't know. I Going back to Disney, I think it's so weird how Disney hired Gunn with that stuff in his past. Oh, yeah, Disney hired... What? It's it's hypocritical because it's saying that so like you're okay with him working on the project until everyone else knew about the tweets. So so yeah. do you actually care about the tweets themselves or do you just care about the image? I mean clearly it's the like the image yeah, but they the would image. say Yeah, it's definitely the image cuz yeah, I mean it, the the other thing that also kind of makes me a little mad is that you know Roseanne was fired for making these kind of racist tweets but like as many people pointed out, like she had made those kind of tweets several times in the past. So yeah. why is it different this time? It's different because somebody bitched about it. You know, you hired Roseanne because of her character, who she is, what she represents. And you hired her to do a job, which was to play this character who was your red-blooded, red-state American who maybe doesn't, you know, agree with the way the world is going. And that's what you hired her for, for that show. Now, granted, the newer Roseanne, they tried to um, kind of shoehorn in some, you know, political issues. Uh, I feel like way more so than the old Roseanne, because mm -hmm. I mean, right from the beginning, I believe they had a transgender boy. Um, they had uh, some Israeli neighbors that moved in or something like that. So they were clearly like trying to, you know, show the political spectrum from their point of view, but then still have Roseanne be herself. So I guess what I'm trying to get at is that they hired Roseanne because Roseanne was Roseanne. Roseanne was the person who did the most horrible rendition of the Star Pangled Banner and then spit afterwards. She spit after doing the Star Spangled Banner, but that's who you hired. You hired that person to do that job. And so, and that was a public person. She was very public about how just like over the top she was. You hired that person, and then when that person does that over the top thing that you freaking hired her for, you're like, oh, wait, now I have to fire her. And then because somebody else did something similar, to save face, you also fired somebody unjustly, I might, in my opinion, because it's different when it's different when a person changes and they go through the steps of making themselves uh, different, you know, trying to present themselves different. You know what it feels like? It feels like people aren't getting in hot water or fired or whatever because of the tweets. It's more because of the outrage from the tweets, you know, right? Like you, you could tweet some horrendous shit right now, but if you go to work and you're not, I guess, a public figure, or even if you are a public figure, but people just don't 
care to look it up right. and, to, and get angry. If people don't care to get angry, then you could just continue doing what you're doing, you know? So yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, you could also it's, say that like the tweets are representative of your character, but it just feels that when uh, uh, something will only happen to you when there is outrage, when people bring it up, not just based on the tweets existing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, nowadays with outrage media or whatever, it's just like, I don't know. It's, it is getting to the point where like anybody can get fired for anything as long as there's enough people saying, I don't like it. Mm -hmm. So like a really good example of this, and I think this is probably one of the most ridiculous things to have an argument over, but like last week, like Chloe Kardashian or something got her baby's ears pierced and people started flipping out about it. Yeah, that was the weirdest like news story that I saw was a news story. What? Because I'm I'm sitting I'm sitting over here going from like the from how I've grown up and the, the places that I've lived, I'm like, that is one thousand percent normal. Right. Like everyone does that. Right. And then so, someone had brought up the whole consent thing. It's like you should wait till it's like no, like it's for Ever been a thing that that women got their girl but, daughters? But it doesn't make a difference if a group of people want to get upset about it. it exactly, exactly. It exactly. Makes no difference. And see, it's even like it's even like saying you're not going to circumcise until the boy is old enough to, to consent. consent to being circumcised. Does anybody ask to get their foreskin cut off or left on? Nobody asks, you know. And so to say the same thing about putting a tiny little hole. You know, and then, you know, people want to, oh, it might get infected and you can't put that on your bit. Ba- well, you know, well, that's then why it, you go then get it's on the Chloe pe- or, yeah. you know, it's on the Kardashian mom to clean it and keep it safe. But, you know, that's up to her. You know, it's her baby. And it's, you know, I don't know. That was that was just a perfect example of just p- turning something or turning nothing into something. That's what I meant to say. Turning Speaking nothing into something. <laughs> it's almost like that wasn't where I was going. So, yeah. Speaking of babies. Um, yeah. Dar- Dan. Okay. Now, I'm going to put this right out there from the very beginning. I'm a dad. If you listen to this podcast, you know that. So, putting right out there, uh, Dan Harmon's, even though his is also 10... 10 um, 10 years ago like or something like that yeah, something his like that. is way way worse than james Gunn's. so uh have you guys yeah. seen the video yeah well just for, for context uh dan Harmon, rick and morty uh co-creator uh deleted his twitter after yeah. uh video uh resurfaced i guess but um which he actually t- took down like after he posted it like a decade ago um of pretty much as a spoof on dexter it was called daryl it was for this uh comedy festival where like a bunch of like provocative uh comedy groups started you know like a lonely island derek comedy uh, human giant group uh and it was pretty much you know like dexter kills people in the show and he's like a therapist and then he has sex with babies at night um and like the like the video has him like pulling his pants down and like fucking a uh, baby doll um, yeah but yeah can you disgusting also terrible like super offensive um but yeah yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like this one was a little bit harder to swallow for me personally because it's like it's one thing to like make a joke about like a dead baby, 
you know it's like what's funnier or what's worse than a dead baby that that that, that, that yeah don't a... don't yeah no in this day and age don't do that we can talk about that in private but don't do a <laughs> dead baby joke on air i'm just making an example there are dead baby jokes out there and it's one thing to have a joke about a dead baby and then there's another thing to like actually simulate it like it obviously it's a you know it's a fake baby but you're still like simulate you're pretending that it is real and like so this for me personally was a little bit harder to swallow what about you nate so i think what i might say may come off as as in defense and it's it's not necessarily at all but um 1000 i saw this and i was like that is like super not okay right on the other side of the coin I know Dan Harmon. I know his kind of humor and I've, you know, watched his stuff before. So there's a part of me that's like, okay, I'm not surprised that this is a thing because I know dude likes to do super edgy up humor. Right. Still doesn't make it 1000% does not make it. Okay. And it's definitely out of these two situations. Dan's was way worse. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, but, it's actually, t- okay. Continue. I mean, that was, that was pretty much it. Like I, I kind of expected, like halfway kind of expected something like this. Yeah. Just from my view of the content that Dan's produced over the years. Mm-hmm. But um I mean that's kind of that's kind of it. So Jeff, go so, ahead. Yeah, so then let's look at which is very interesting, um, as well, uh Adult Swim's reaction. So I mean the video itself had nothing to do with Adult Swim, uh, you know, like it wasn't put on the thing, but of course Adult Swim did just sign a deal with uh him and um, Justin Roiland for like seven more seasons of Rick and Morty. Um, so they came out with a comment and pretty much they said, uh, yeah, you know, um, uh, it's a disgusting video. Um, but Dan has apologized since he took Dan took the video down. Um, and, you know, people and it's pretty much like we know Dan people change over time. Uh, we're st- like we're still doing Rick and Morty with him, right? And yeah, I think it was such a, a, a bravo, better response. Bravo. Yeah, I, <laughs> you, you can make the argument that you know Disney's response was of course different because Disney's a way bigger company than Adult Swim, and you know they have a different mm-hmm. image. But just, I mean, I think the message could still have been said by Disney that like the like a similar Adult Swim message where it's like, yeah, he he's apologized and he's changed, and he wouldn't make this video again, and he disagrees with the video, and it's like, okay. Like so, like that. That's the response uh, right. that Disney should have had. Basically. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I. I. I'm definitely. I'm definitely on both of your guys' side as far as like Disney, how fast they did it, and just how like re- unrelenting it was. It was just like, well, well, well. Marvel bye. still hasn't made a statement. Yeah, and I mean, I think the thing is, it's kind of like what I said before. They're just trying to save face, and so then we have this thing, which is arguably worse arguably worse and yet uh, adult swim was pretty much just like you know yeah we knew about this yeah it's horrible but he has apologized and it was just this stupid thing that he that he did in the past you know and it's like i don't know like how can somebody quite literally simulate sex with a baby and have a company stand by them and then somebody makes an edgy joke which you know like i don't know i don't necessarily see disney you know all of a sudden having a show with daniel tosh on it or whatever but it'd be like oh god it'd be like you know getting surprised that daniel tosh makes you know well no it would be like them hiring johnny depp 
Oh wait, they do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that's an extremely good point. You know what I mean? And, and so, yeah, just to see almost the exact opposite reaction for something that is like arguably 20 times worse is just like, that's the Internet. Like, I can't believe it. You know, it's like, well, we like this guy, so we'll be OK with that. But then this guy we're kind of mediocre about. So, fuck him, I guess, like. I feel like that's the best answer you can give on these situations is, oh, that's the internet. Yeah. Like, because it's such a but, weird, but like. I hate that because it's it's allowing the internet to become this space that it shouldn't, that this space that it's run by the quote unquote bad guys, you could say. Absolutely. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. Fear and oh, yeah, outrage dominate it. It's like, no, it shouldn't be. The internet's a fucking great tool and it, it's it, sh- it shouldn't turn into some, this minefield, you know, that yeah. now mm-hmm. everyone has to delete all their presence because of uh some bad eggs and i i hate i hate to see it you know like being uh, as we talked about before the show like a millennial and you're like pretty much growing up on the internet i've had like accounts on like GameSpot forums since i was like 12 uh and then just now seeing it just turn into this is, is the worst yeah we'd definitely like to hear your guys's outlook on this so if you want to go to tx3 productions on twitter or you can even go threat x3 productions at gmail you know, shoot us a line there. Um, we'd and like to know what fi- you guys think about it. Yeah, Go ahead. and then I guess um, let us also know, um, like, final thoughts. What do you guys think about uh, what's going to happen with Guardians? Um, That's a good point, yeah. Because a lot of the actors, of course, Dave Batista came out, uh, said this is not right. Uh, and then you had everyone else kind of give, like, more tepid responses. Uh, you know, Chris Pat just gave, like, a Bible verse or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zoe Saldana said she'll comment on it later. Do you think... It, it it will happen It'll, that they'll that there's a possibility of hiring James again. Um, what do you think? Um, I I think that <clears throat> I think that the logical choice and the cho- choice that I think Marvel is smart enough to make. And I think they're gonna. I think that they'll have Taika. Is it is it white is it YTT or white YTT? Yeah, yeah. The director. Yep. I think that they'll have him helm Guardians three because I agree with most everyone else that has said this statement that I think that he's probably going to be the best person to translate James Gunn's vision from the other two into the third. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It would be a really nice redemption story to just go ahead and have James Gunn and rehire him. And I mean, maybe that could give the vultures what they want in that. Like he was punished, but it's like, you know what? We've talked it over, you know, I don't know. It would be nice, but I don't, I just don't know if Disney, has the balls to do it pretty much so yeah. um but yeah I mean, let's a bold stance to reverse uh, a decision yeah. like that you know yeah with as much press as a gun and stuff but yeah let's go ahead and move on plenty to talk about this so let's head right into the weekly grind weekly grind it's where we talk about stuff we've been doing but uh a good thing to talk about is comic-con just happened which means obviously a bunch of movie trailers because what better place to <laughs> put out your movie trailer than something about you know reading hotness <laughs> we can assume that most of the listeners have have watched these trailers i feel right right you're, so you're not listening uh, to let's a pick our podcast and unless you're in that cave Right. That with, came with, with that crank, <laughs> crank radio. <laughs> um, so uh, let's 
let's pick out our our favorite ones. Uh, Jeff, what was your favorite trailer? Ooh, favorite trailer. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you a curveball right now, and I doubt you guys you might have seen it because we're talking Call of Duty. Um, the Mob of the Dead or Blood of the Dead, which is the Mob of the Dead Call of Duty Zombies remake uh, trailer. They showed off at the Black Ops Four panel. Um, damn, that is just so good. I, I could imagine it makes literally no sense to like the everyman zombie player just because <laughs> all you normies out there. Off. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, hey, I- I've watched hours, hours of zombie lore, and I barely. Uh, have a full grip on what happened in that trailer, but right. you have two rigged Hoffins, you have them looking in the, um, what do you call it, canisters, I guess, of the people, the players from Black Ops 2, because right. they're under the prison, um, but I am just so excited uh, yeah. for zombies this year. What What was your favorite zombies map? Ooh, uh, I gotta give that to Ascension, uh, Black yeah. Ops 1's first DLC map. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like the uh, one with the rocket ship area. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it it added the PhD flopper perk, which like is still like my favorite perk in zombies. Nice. Um and it, it's it's like one of the most like perfect like pure zombie maps that has like enough easter egg stuff going on with it and like mechanics but simple enough to just be like pick up and play and really anyone can play it. Well, I mean, the main reason I ask is cuz Mob of the Dead was definitely my favorite. So, like, them remaking it, but now I get to play as, you know, my favorite four characters is just great. You know, like, do that for all the other ones. Like, because another one of my favorites is actually Dust. I liked, um, I liked, like, the ghost house and... and oh, is that the one from 2? Uh, no. Uh, yeah, 2. It was the, it basically called? the cowboy... Uh, Dust. It was the cowboy one that was, oh, like, buried. underground. What? what? Buried, it was called. Oh, I thought it was dust for some reason. I apologize. That's a negative for me. Um, uh, yeah, you lose points on this one. <laughs> <laughs> buried, yeah. Buried, that, that was that, interesting. Now yeah. that, that you was, say that it, good. I'm I like, that, that is a, like, ah. Uh. But yeah, I liked, I liked Leroy. I liked the mechanic with him. I liked the ghost <laughs> house. Um, but definitely my favorite of all time was Mob of the Dead. So them remaking that is freaking awesome. Yeah, that's actually also Jason Blundell, the current creative director's favorite map as well. Uh, oh, yeah. Nice. You mentioned that at the panel. All right, Nate, what was your favorite trailer? Oh, man. Um, one of the... I see okay, you scrolling well, through it. <laughs> yeah, honestly, honestly, I have to say Clone Wars. Oh, yeah. Yes, Clone Wars. Dork. <laughs> I, no, no, you don't. Okay, let me... <laughs> I've I already talked about this on uh, Hello There, but let me it, give you a play-by-play. Explain to me this, though, um, as well, while, while you're giving the play-by-play. Why, do, why is their messaging clone wars saved like because Disney. clone wars well yeah well clone wars they're the ones that um, stopped it though yeah clone wars canceled it good point <laughs> so clone wars can't uh, disney canceled clone wars and um i think it was because uh it was on cartoon network i think i think that was one of the main reasons oh, interesting. Good point, and yeah. and then they transferred they did the lost missions either on netflix or disney xd i don't really remember but they had about six episodes to quote unquote finish it out um but it didn't actually finish it out and so was this what up was this when disney bought star wars or prior right around the same time right around the same time because they canceled it in like i think late 2013 like mid 2013 um so that's why it was clone war saved is because like they never really finished like it didn't it kind of connected to revenge of the sith 
but not necessarily the way it ended. Um, but so the play by play I got from Anthony was I was driving home and I get a text message from Anthony. These are all individual text messages. They read, Oh my King God. Ah, I'm going to cry. <laughs> and so <laughs> each time I'm going to text, like what's wrong? He sends me a screenshot that says star Wars, clone wars to return with new episodes. And so me and him had to have our own little like nerdy, like, Oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. You and had your girl moment go- where you're like, <laughs> <laughs> he told me to go watch the trailer. And this trailer is absolutely like, nothing. It's, I mean, for, for, for people who really love Star Wars, it's what Star Wars is. Like, right, it's creative, course. and it, like, it gave us all, or me and Anthony in particular, gave us all the feels. Like, it's like, it, it gave us so much excitement that we've kind of been lackluster about the past few months with all the, you know, Star Wars stuff that people are bitching about. Um, but the trailer itself is just what it, super What are cool. they bitching about, Nate? What could I'm they not going to cover because we talked about it. We talked about, about it a lot. Wars. I need to know so um, I can be a part of this story, no. Nate. No, no, you don't because we <laughs> talked about this before. I'm not talking about it again. Um, but yes, Clone Wars was my favorite. The one I'm most hype about is going to have to be Glass. Interesting. Mm-hmm. No spoilers That's though because I am still trying to see Unbreakable and Split. You go. Oh, I haven't seen Unbreakable yet. How but can Split, you be alive? <laughs> Oh God! Um, so yeah, me, <laughs> my, mine is. Uh, I'm having a little hot, hard time as well. Um, I, I liked the superhero ones like Aquaman. Uh, I don't know. The Aquaman, the main. Yeah, pro- I didn't feel either. I, I uh, just. I don't know. It, it felt like I don't know. I don't really care about this guy's story. Like it looked yeah. cool, but like personally. Yeah, it's it's hard because it's like, um, just in the trailer, whatever having that big like CGI battle or whatever with like sharks and seahorses from the comics that might be like super badass, but how bad CGI it had. I'm like, I don't know. Like I like the guy who plays Aquaman and I'm kind of interested in how he will do, but the movie itself looks terrible. Absolutely terrible. Shazam. Like I've never really known about Shazam, but having like a teenager in like a grown up body and he's like the superhero, I'm like, that's kind of cool. That's like anybody's dream. So Shazam actually looks interesting. Um, fantastic yeah, Beast. I, I, I have the same them. take on that. What? I, I didn't really know anything about Shazam, and but like this trailer was like, oh. Yeah, this I'm looks personally very... way more excited about Shazam than same. I am Aquaman. Um, I don't know. It's hard. I'd say, and I mean, this is going to show how, how horrible of a comic book. Um, fan I am, but I'm actually kind of excited for Titan. You know, I mean the I oh, the biggest wow. the biggest downplay for it is the fact that it's on DC Universe. Like that's the only way you can watch it. So that kind of that kind of kills it for me. But at the same time, I was like, ah, that looks pretty badass. So to me, un- <laughs> I'm gonna be contrarian here. Um. To me, that was arguably one of the worst trailers that came out of Comic Con to yeah. me, because I lo- like the trailer. I liked the content of it. I liked that scene where it showed Raven and um, <laughs> Dick talking, <laughs> and her being like, <laughs> her like having that conversation. 
and that, and then I thought the f- Batman thing was super cool. Like yeah. I was like, that's that's interesting. But just the visuals of it, the CGI, the the way the show looks to be shot, just looks terrible. Mm-hmm. Like it just yeah. it just doesn't look good to me. Like it looks like what we would have expected superhero shows to be mm-hmm. before like, Arrow came out, like you know Smallville I mean? era type. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It uh. I don't. I mean, I, it's a cool idea. Like, I'm not against the idea of like gritty live action Teen Titans, but I don't. It's something about the like how like uh, Starfire looks and like that CG that's just like off putting. I don't know. Like, I, I almost would have rathered if it was like a toned down Teen Titans where it's like, yeah. like more, you know. But uh, yeah, we'll see, I, I mean, I'd say I'd say the only other one that that was just as interesting was definitely godzilla king of the monsters yes oh wow so excited for that <sighs> yeah um i i'm not really the biggest godzilla fan beforehand but 2014's godzilla and then uh cog skull island i loved uh i love the universe they're building with that um but they had like the after credits in kong that pretty right. much uh like leads into this like showing all the other monsters uh right. mothra and such um and I, i'm very excited yeah, the, the only thing I was a little confused it. about beforehand is the fact that this is just another movie, whereas like I thought King Kong was going to be in this one. Whereas That's we're the still, next one. Yeah, we're still going to have the Godzilla versus King Kong, but you know that was the only thing I thought was a little weird. But what they did show, I'm like, money shot, money shot, money shot, money shot. <laughs> yeah. It was so. a little too blue, though, was the only... It was a little hard so, to see things in the trailer. That's not my biggest concern. What's your biggest um, concern? I love 2014's Godzilla. Love that movie. I thought Brian Cranston. Um, <laughs> he he was Taylor the hero Johnson. of the show, wasn't he? <laughs> Aaron Taylor Johnson. I love the setting. Like, even though a lot of people didn't like the fact that it wasn't really a monster movie, like that's what that's kind of what I liked about it. I like the most, and this is philosophical. I like how the whole movie is a commentary on, hey, as humans, let's stop trying to control everything. Like it was like they say like that in in the movie. Mm -hmm. But when I watched this trailer, two things popped out. One, okay, yes, this is going to be a true monster movie, which is cool. But this trailer did not hook me yet. My second thought is I kind of was annoyed how much they showed Millie Bobby Brown. Like you're afraid she's going to (laughs) die. No, 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 no. It's just they that's all they showed of her in the trailer. It was her and monsters. Oh, okay. Like, I don't like how they were putting her front and center. Like, I like her as an actress, don't get me wrong. But like for a trailer for the new Godzilla movie, don't show me this one particular character and make me think that that's all the movie's gonna be. Right. Because then you'll the kill movie... him off in the first act. <laughs> I well, I mean, honestly, spoilers for twenty fourteen Godzilla, I wasn't expecting them to kill Brian Cranston and they did. Right. So that's if she dies, I honestly thank you for oh, yeah, yeah, explaining oh, yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, well, they did the same thing with like Kong that they they get these big name actors and they kill them in like the first thirty minutes or some shit. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I I it looks cool, but maybe it'll be like Bohemian Rhapsody and hook me on the second trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, out it still could, miles away. Uh, it could be yeah. like maybe it's like Colossus, where maybe Bolly Brown is Anne Hathaway and she's like controlling him. <laughs> And supposedly, though, there's more monsters in the trailer that ha- weren't shown. Ooh. Um, that idea looked cool. Like her talking about the Titans. Like that sounded super cool. See, now that's actually the part I didn't like. Because then, 
because to me, what that says is that this is going to be another story about the humans. And I liked, I liked 2014's uh, Godzilla. However, I understand people's, you know, problem with it and the fact that there wasn't enough monsters. So in Godzilla, King of the Monsters, them having all this talk about the Titans makes me feel like they're going to focus on the humans again. And since this is the second movie in the series, I kind of want to see more monsters. And so them blah, blah, Titan this, Titan that kind of makes me be like, oh, okay, most of the movie is going to be them finding the monsters. And then in the third act, like the first movie, we're going to have a big fight off, which is great movie wise, but this is the second movie. So it's like, it's like, it's like, um, I guess a good example is like Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park, you didn't see a lot of dinosaurs. But then like the second one, Lost World, you saw like way too much dinosaurs. And the, like, I, I would like to see something like that where it's like, okay, we, we've been introduced to this world. So now show us more of it. Not just, okay, well, what's Millie Bobby Brown doing? What's all these human characters doing? It's like, I don't necessarily, I need something to ground me in their world but i don't need to be beat over the head with it i guess we just took it differently because i took it more as like took them giving con well yeah no them giving context context to all these monsters being here rather than like i didn't gather that at all and it could be a similar similar situation to jurassic world fallen kingdom where spoilers for everybody who hasn't, hasn't seen it yet um in the trailers they kind of show the whole thing with the volcano erupting and oh that's the first that's the first quarter of the movie like that's Uh, that's the first like 15 minutes of the movie so maybe them finding these will happen relatively quickly and the majority of it will be the aftermath see from what i gathered of the trailer the woman who is talking is basically going to be the villain and probably the way i took it was maybe she has her own agenda or why she wants to release these monsters and it's kind of one of those oh let's release these monsters so we can blah 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 oh no we shouldn't have done that yeah that's Hmm. kind of where i took it but interesting yeah i mean hopefully they get to the monsters quicker i mean they've been going faster like it took like i think like 50 minutes until godzilla came on screen in godzilla and then i think like 40 minutes until king kong came on screen so seems like they're getting better (laughs) hopefully so all right well let's move on to what we've been doing uh jeff what what have you been doing yes yeah, so this week um got to uh i'll just run off so i saw tag the film with jason sudeikis and uh, not jason sudeikis um what's his name ed helms ed helms yeah and john ham uh very enjoyable i thought that was gonna take like a twist like game night in the middle and just like go super actiony and like weird uh, yeah. But like it stayed very grounded the whole time, which I really liked. So I do recommend that. Um, for context, I have Movie Pass, so I guess it's just a Movie Pass movie if you have Movie Pass. Um, also caught Sorry to Bother You, featuring uh, Darius from Atlanta. That was awesome. Highly that looked re- good. Highly recommend that. Um, even if you don't have Movie Pass, pay for that one. That's a great one. Uh, very, very stylistic. I would say very stylistic. I about died in that. Uh, not to cut you off, I about died in that scene in the trailer where he's talking to um, <laughs> Danny Glover ah. in the t- and like the, and he's like, "You gotta use your white voice." He was like, "Hello, sir. What can I do?" That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I was laughing so hard in the trailer. That actually, because it sounded super familiar the whole time. It's David Cross. Um, 
Tobias is it really? from Arrested Development, yeah. Yep. And then there's there's another character who also puts on a white vo- vi- voice, and that's played by Patton Oswalt. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> <cool."> nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. and then um, who else is in it? There's some like A-list actors that like you don't expect to show up later in the movie. Um, huh. Also, been binging again Parks and Rec. Now my my second viewing. Love that show. You guys watch that at all? Or? I've watched a little bit of it. I've always wanted to. Ooh, highly recommend. Highly recommend. Uh, the first season's kind of a chore, a little bit. It's slow. It's slow in the sense that, like, the first office season's kind of slow also. Yeah, very um, much so. But, uh, like, when it gets tits moments, its moments are, like, so fucking, so high. It sounded yeah. like you said tits moments. <laughs> when it gets to those tits moments, man, ooh, you gotta watch the R-rated version. Um, also been binging uh, Dragon Ball Z Kai along with the Giant Bomb podcast all systems goku so like every episode they every week they watch five episodes um hmm, okay. love that you guys dragon ball fans at all or no i, I like it yeah it's nice. something i'll get it it's something i've watched as a kid in passing but yeah. like i can't tell you anything about it i yeah i love dragon ball z honestly you watch super nick um is that the one where it's a little bit more condensed no that's kai that's the one i was watching super oh see the, that's the one i want to watch i want to watch kai because Watch it's like Kaya. I I love I love Dragon Ball Z, but it's like when they you know rambled on for a freaking hour, and then it's like they punched each other, and like that was the end of it. I'm like, come on! So yeah, they they skim off like I think like a hundred like twenty episodes off the original series. God like, dang, just, like, see that would be yeah, awesome. So um, yeah, no, I watched. I just finished the Cell Saga, and that was from nice. beginning to Cell Saga. The end of Cell Saga is ninety eight episodes. Mm. Um, which for an anime, you know, isn't that long, but I guess for any other show it is. Um, for an anime, it's not that long. Yeah. And dubs, <laughs> by the way, dubs over sub, I'll fight anyone who thinks otherwise. <laughs> dubs over subs? Yeah. I, I, this is going to sound super racist, but I'm an American. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, and I'm lazy I and I don't like reading. I mean. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So there's some, I, for me, there's some I like sub and some I like dubbed. Like, it really is kind of a, a preference thing. Like, if it's a, if it's a show that started and is predominantly Japanese, I don't mind reading. I don't mind doing subbed. But, like, if it's, like, Dragon Ball Z or, like, Naruto or Yu-Gi-Oh! and all that stuff, like, I'm used to that being subbed. Yeah, that that's the number one argument that I cannot understand when people, uh, like, my friends watch the, because uh, new episodes of Dragon Ball Super come out first in Japan and like it takes uh. a year to get dubbed um, and they're watching it uh, subbed and they say it's better and they're like dude no you grew up we were both eight years old we both watched Dragon Ball we know Sean Simmel is this is this character's voice don't make an argument that like a different character's voice is better like it's it's stupid yeah um, well not only but that but like, like when you're looking at the bottom of the screen most of the time you like, miss, how yeah. much are you missing and then even you having to look at the bottom of the screen you know with ADD it's it's near impossible to be literally just focusing on one thing for yes yeah if i pick up my phone i miss a whole line and like what's going on not only that but then like but then you run the risk of like this is one thing i hate about subs in general uh either they go too fast or they go too slow or you know like there's never a good speed and especially if there's a lot happening at once and they go super fast it's like I feel like because of my, like, 
I, I don't know. I feel the need to rewind. So then sometimes like if it's <laughs> sometimes it might take me longer because it's like, wait, what did it say? Like, I'm not a super fast reader. So, yeah, dubs dubs all the way. So I have a friend who watches it like on mute and like his, he watches anime sub uh, on mute in like 1.5 speed. And I'm like, what are you doing? Just re- read, read the freaking transcript or something at this point. Like. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, and then I've also been watching a lot of, which I highly recommend, CNN has this documentary series on the decades. So they've done the mm. 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and now we're doing the 2000s. Oh, nice. And just uh, the 60s, 70s, and 80s are on Netflix, and the rest are just on the CNN app, if you have it, on like an Apple TV. And mm. just pick and choose, because it's not like sequential. It's just like each episode's a different topic, pretty much. Um, okay. So like the 90s information uh, internet one. It was like the information age. It was just like an hour of like the creation of the internet. So good. Um, mm. Highly recommend it. Yeah, like seeing just like, I, like seeing people's faces the first time they send an email is insane. Like the way they describe it, like is like you're witnessing someone like speak of magic, you know, because like I'm speaking to this guy in Australia right now and it's like wild. So highly recommend that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then lastly, what I've been playing, uh, like always, Destiny 2. Um, and if uh, you're not a Destiny player, but you heard something fun has been happening in the Destiny community this past weekend, they finally added um, what fans have been asking forever because they've done it in Destiny 1. Um, pretty much like a secret quest that they don't tell you at all about and just pops up one day. Um and uh, I have a lot of gripes about this one just because uh, to get the gun requires a lot of uh it's like to finish the quest i guess a lot of um what is known as jumping puzzles which i don't oh, know geez. how they got called that they're more just like platforming sections you know yeah um but I, it's like imagine some late level super mario 64 level like in bowser's castle or something when you have to make these like extremely well-timed jumps and stuff like over goombas and bullet bills and lava and stuff but now imagine it in first person and also, oh, the game you're playing is a first-person shooter. And it's right. like, this doesn't... I, I, I don't know why the Destiny community fan base like loves these jumping sections. Because I, I personally suck at them. Right, um, okay. And it's like it's such a hindrance on like that experience. Because um, the original one that this is kind of like modeled after in Destiny 1 didn't have that. It was more of just like a test of strength. It was like, beat this extremely hard boss um, in, a, uh, in a short amount of time. And to get there also was a little, was like a little mazy. So like it did require some like cool finding, but uh, this time it's just like, it's also timed. So I just wasted like half the amount of time because there's also a boss at the end they have to kill. Right. But I wasted just like half the amount of time just missing jumps that like, this is like not fun, you know? Like I have to get like a two pixel big ledge and climb on it. But um, yeah. But um, but um. Nate, how about you? What have you been up to? Uh, a couple you haven't things. been on for a while. Like you, you didn't make it last time, right? Yeah, no, no. Last time I wasn't, I wasn't on. Um, I've mostly just been kind of readjusting to new job, but I mean, I have been doing some stuff. Like for example, I most recently I um, watched a way out uh, on Sunday for the first time. You watched and or you played? Watched. Well, oh. I've, I mean, I've played and watched some things, but a way. 
fucking hell. A quiet place. Jesus oh Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus I, like Christ. I was confused. I'm like, you watched it? Why would you watch it? <laughs> a quiet This week place. I watched the I Let's wa- Play. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I watched A Quiet Place for the first time on hey. Sunday. Holy That's a lot more sense. It does make more sense. Um, not what I was expecting. Negative honestly. Point, <laughs> yeah, that was negative. That was a big negative point. Yeah, a quiet place wasn't what I expected. Honestly, like I really enjoyed it, but I don't. I don't know. Like I was expecting to go in, and honestly, love it, and I didn't. Mm, interesting. Like if you know people talking about it and Get Out, like I, I probably would take Get Out over a quiet place. Yeah. Um. I'm glad A Quiet Place exists because I would love to see more from um, John Krasinski. Yeah. Because it had a really cool, interesting story. I think my favorite part was the um, design of the creatures that oh, okay. are in the world. They were super cool. The anatomy of them, they really focused on. I was actually surprised by that. But I think mainly it was because it was a lot shorter than I thought. And like it kind of felt just really quick. Yeah. Um, uh, more self-contained maybe maybe which in itself isn't a bad thing but it's i don't put it as high as probably some other people Mm -hmm. um do um i've finally jumped back into god of war um i was playing it some more last night and this morning wait how Um, did you jump you can't jump in that game i can go over ledges (laughs) (laughs) um i'm almost done i still haven't finished the game um spoilers if you're like me and haven't really played it i just got to um i just finished tears vault and i'm about to go to um i think jodenheim is where i'm about to go um i have no idea what you're talking about it's been a that's while. near the end no i think it is because um atreus just said i think we're close to the end it's the one when they're sitting the the scene i literally just saw was them sitting down on that elevator and him handing Atreus the thing of wine. I was like, here, this is from Oh, my... yeah, you're pretty damn close. Yeah. So Finally. I'll probably finish, finish that either today or tomorrow. Yeah, I just, it was one of those that I think the hype was too much for me. So I wanted to get the through hype. it, but it was... The hype well, is like, too much! I wanted, I wanted to beat it, but at the, at the time, everyone was like, oh my God, and it kind of like hindered it for me a little bit. Yeah. But... um. One thing I will say is I knew about him, again, spoilers, uh, I knew about him getting the Blades of Chaos from, like, a just a quick clip of someone posted, right. and I saw it on his back, and I was like, Yeah, it's terrible. But I liked how he got them. Yes. Like, for some reason, I thought it was just him going to do a quest and then find the Blades of Chaos, but I, li- I loved that scene. That scene was, that whole section yeah I super enjoyed i really really enjoyed yeah as soon as he started talking about how th- these weapons won't um hurt them you have to get you know weapons not from our world as soon as he said that i was like no yeah. no no luckily i didn't have it spoiled for me so that build up to that i was like no no and then he gets the floorboards and he gets them out and i'm like ah it was um, like hype to the my, my mouth was just my jaw was dropped like that entire section right I, I did not believe what was gonna happen oh yeah i thought it was so cool the way like when he was sitting there and just like slowly wrapping the chains around his arm i know so and, oh, uh, like so he could tell like it's like you could feel his like dead children again or dead you know 
kid again. Family. Like, oh, yeah. And just, like, the way they implemented the fight into it, or the fight, oh, or the combat so into good. the game. So good. So good. Like, because they essentially were transferring a button-mashing mechanic into this slow, methodical game. And the way they did it was just so seamless. It didn't it didn't feel out of place. It didn't feel like, hey, this is a game from the 2000s where you just, you know, max combo. No, this it felt so natural and the way they implement it was so great. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree. Um, I, I did also notice that so I haven't really done any of the side quests. I've kind of just been mainlining. Um, but after these past two times that I went to go do side quests, I'm like, let me wait until I have some better gear and let me come, come back to these because, um, it's the side quest where you got to find Jeff, you probably did it. Nick, I don't know if you did where you got to find the bones of that, that spirits like dead wife or something like that. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, the, the, I think it was the first one I did. Like after I went through that, that cave and, and found it when you have to battle those two wolvers that like pop up out of nowhere. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. (laughs) That I literally did that four times. I finally like got a, got a rhythm right that I got, but I would like do the Spartan rage, take out one. And I was like that far away from beating the other. And he would just do the, and like impale me. I was getting so He did the what? (laughs) Oh, okay. Oh, that move. Yeah. That's a good move. I just, I needed it again for all the audio listeners. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, there's like, there's there's a couple parts that are like, oh, I'll come back to this later, and uh, I think the best- Like later- the Valkyrie thing. I found a Valkyrie, oh, yeah. and I was like, nope, f*** this, I'm uh-huh. waiting. That was the last trophy I needed. Um, but uh, I think, yeah, that best way to play it is like sprinkling like three side missions throughout the game, because you, uh, like, when the game's done, you can still go back into the world, like, no spoiler, but whatever. Um, yeah. And, uh... It, it 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 actually so it has different dialogue after you beat it because it's like you don't have like a mission anymore. I guess you have you mm-hmm. don't have that like end goal. So it's actually kind of cool like hearing that like different dialogue where it's like right. I guess like a more relaxed way approach. Like like the characters have like a more relaxed approach to uh, the side missions. Um, but yeah, no, that game is just so good. So it's such a perfect game, and it's really kind of hard to go from game to game with this one because like also I've been. I've been jump finally jumping into Destiny 2. I'm, I think I'm almost done with it as well. But it's there's obviously no comparison. Destiny 2 feels like a game. God of War feels like a playable movie. Right. To like the best best example of the word. Um but I mean everybody's already talked about so so much about God of War, but also to uh, your other co-host Anthony's um um advice, I've jumped back into World War 2 as well and it is pretty fun, I will say. It it's a lot. It's definitely more fun than it was at launch. But man, do I have to get back used to traditional boots on the ground multiplayer? Right, you can't I've jump around like, in this one. I've played no. I've played way too much Titanfall <laughs> these past three months, like way too much. And so I'm like, oh man, this is a lot slower. <laughs> like, <laughs> but the first map I jumped into was Shipment, the 1944, and I was like, motherfucker! <laughs> like I haven't played this game in eight months. But I ended up I ended up doing fine. But I noticed they added if if either you haven't played in a while, they added two divisions that I thought were really cool. They've got one where the primary is like a riot shield, uh-huh. and then another one is like um, it's got some cool like ability bonuses. But the riot shield is is it, the gameplay of it's really interesting. Like it adds a really good 
really good chance to it, uh, change to it. But uh, besides that, I finally started watching Atlanta a couple weeks ago. So good. So it's, good. Oh, it, the only episode I haven't cared for so far is I think it's the fifth one. It's the one whenever um, they're at the uh, basketball game for the like charity. And oh. when he, he gets he gets confused for alonzo <laughs> yeah but like that's the only one i'm just kind of iffy that's about that but... fake justin bieber guy yeah, yeah <laughs> and the one with the dog it. the dog firing range thing um when he had the the target of the dog at the firing range and they're like you can't shoot oh, a that dog was great <laughs> that Darius. was great so but funny. it's it's so like the show is so interesting because it's so well made and well acted like it really is probably a perfect piece of television it's it's really good nick if you like like childish Gambino or donald glover at all yeah. that's something i would recommend where can you watch it on hulu oh you can oh, yeah it's well, then, yeah show. i'll definitely check it out i'll give you my impressions next time it's all it's also like only 20 minutes an episode so oh, that's okay what makes interesting it a lot better too uh some episodes of season two actually are like 30 minutes because there's no commercials that's um, how good it was. They were like, hey, we well, don't want any of your commercials over here. You get rid of them. <laughs> ah, <laughs> I just dropped something. I'm all right. <laughs> yeah, but no, definitely finish Atlanta season two. Robin season is the theme. Uh, it is so good. It is mm-hmm. It is one of the only shows I watch. Like, I still watch like week to week because like, you know, mm-hmm. everything I watch on like Netflix or something or, you know, like wait till the season's over. Right. Um, but yeah, that is that Better Call Saul and Dragon Ball Super are the only three shows I watch, uh, like as they come out, and they're also nice. good. Nice. Anything else for you, uh, Matt? Mate, Matt. 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 Nate. Yeah. Nate. No, 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 that that's that's pretty much it. That's all I've really been up to. Nice. Um. So I've been. Uh. I'll touch on it briefly because you already talked about it a couple weeks ago. But you you talked about Superstore. And so I started watching that, um, and yeah, I really like it. It's Superstore is fantastic. Um, <laughs> it's such a funny show. There is, I think, one of my favorite bits, other than the bird getting into the store, because that was freaking hilarious. <laughs> one of my favorite bits is this lady. She's holding her soda in her hand, and the receipt is printing, and it just keeps printing and printing and pr- and she keeps looking down. She's like. All I have is a soda. Why is my receipt so goddamn long? And I'm like, like obviously it's exaggerated, but it's like that is so freaking true. And it's like, oh, there's so many moments like that. But it's like, uh, that just hit it right on the spot. And I worked at uh, Albertsons, which, um, like, if if you're not from the Northwest, it might also be called a Sam's Club or. It has a couple of different names nationally, but around the Northwest, it's called uh, Albertsons. So I worked at an Albertsons in the service deli, and I worked at Walmart. Um, and that I was in like customer service, cashier, and service deli. So, like, really for anyone who worked retail, Superstore is fantastic. Yes, it's like, it is it's so the, good. It's the exaggeration of the shit that you would deal with on a daily basis. Definitely. And so, yeah, I really like it. The only thing I thought was really weird is that they had. They timed their um, 
their season two premiere after like the Olympics or something. And so, Mm -hmm. but the cliffhanger at the end of season one doesn't line up with when they did the Olympics. So then it's like, they have an entire episode where all of a sudden they like do a time jump backwards. And I'm like the entire time I am pissed off. I'm like, what the hell? I I text Nate right off the bat. I'm like, what the fuck? is going on and so then oh they explain it later i'm like oh okay okay (laughs) yeah yeah no that was really confusing but luckily it's not like it was an hour episode so it was like okay okay never mind it it lines up now yeah and so then when i've been playing this is one that i was super excited for and i i i don't know if i can give my full impressions yet because uh so it's earthfall which is left for dead with aliens pretty much. And I can't really get my full impressions yet because um, I've only played it by myself. And this is just, this is not a game to play by yourself. Like um, Mm, in all honesty, in all honesty, it's boring as hell. It's so boring, but it's because it's like, it's just wave after wave of aliens and like, like if There's I ever driving the story, I'm oh, sorry. What? There's nothing driving the story like there was in Left 4 Dead. Well, yeah, Left 4 Dead, there is no story, and so, but that's part of its charm is the fact that it's more the interaction between you and whoever you're playing with. That's what makes Left 4 Dead memorable, you know. But I, also, there's stuff that's driving the scenes, like well, each situation. Yeah, you do, yeah, yeah. Lines. I mean, yes, to a certain extent, but uh, I, I feel like what made left for dead so pick up and play is the fact that there wasn't that much story there were these thinly veiled connections like for instance like if you fueled up a car at the end of one you know episode the next one would start with you getting out of that car and that that was Mm -hmm. pretty much the only connection i think that's actually what made uh left for dead so great is that you could play pretty much in any order each one was pretty much its own movie i mean they even mm-hmm. had like credits at the end of it so they really treated it like its own self-contained movie and i think that's what made left for dead so good whereas this one it's more mission structured so mm. like i guess a, a perfect example would be um each uh each movie of left for dead had three acts you started off in one place, got to the safe house. That was the end of act one. You did another spurt. You got to another safe house. That was the end of act two. And then act three was the crescendo. And that was when you had to either like run, run like hell or survive the ungodly amount of zombies coming at you. And Mm -hmm. so that's what made it so good is that it was basically a movie. And so this is each mission is its own mission and they are kind of linked together in certain ways but just not not super great not in the same way and it's just it's different you know because yeah it's not it's more like an episode than it is a a movie if that makes sense Mm -hmm. you know and so because of that it's just like okay i I don't know i don't want to sound like i'm down on it because it is fun and the aliens um you know they have their 
they have their equivalents you know they have a spitter and they have one that explodes and they have one that uh will grab one of your teammates and try to you know bring him somewhere else so i mean it is it is literally left for dead but aliens but it's just it's so hard to give my full impressions because it's like i don't i without playing with somebody it's just it's not that great and it is kind of i i really hate to say this because it is a good game but it is kind of just a worse version of left for dead it's just like until left for dead if it ever comes out this is kind of just the best we can do and i i kind of don't i don't like that <laughs> because there are other games out there like left for dead uh, vermintide in my per- personal opinion is probably one of the best ones and then you also have like payday in payday 2 and you know and i don't know like <sighs> I don't know. It's it's so hard to talk about because it's like it's it's good, but it's not great. And I think maybe that's that's where the that's where the unfortunate side of it comes is the fact that it's 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 good. You know, it's it's but I really feel like this is definitely one I need to play with people and need to I need to have fun that way because it's really it's really just kind of mediocre when you're just running around with a couple of, you know, dumb AI that don't pick up the objective because only you have the ability to hold down square, apparently, and pick up a tire, for instance. So Mm -hmm. doing that is so annoying. But then like being able to like coordinate and like there's certain things like being able to throw up a barrier, you know coordinating that with actual people is what would make that fun but having to put up like eight barriers all by yourself is freaking annoying but do that exact same thing but like you have four people and so technically you only have to put up maybe two barriers i don't know it's just uh i'm sorry guys i'm not i'm not (laughs) i'm not Um, doing it justice other ai buddies or no well, yeah, you can do it with AI, but yeah, they're just okay. stupid. But he's saying they're not they're not yeah, interactive at all. Yeah, they don't uh, they don't do any of the objectives, so you have to do they're literally just there as bullet sponges and hopefully to revive you. But if you go down when there's like one of the tank aliens around, you're pretty much dead because you almost have no you have no chance that the AI will do anything. So yeah, I mean it's just so hard to talk about it without, you know, really <laughs> And then the only other thing I've really been playing is um, uh, the Walking Dead R World. And I'm continuing to have a pretty good obsession of that. Um, I like playing it on my walks. I like playing it. I work as a cab driver for for uh, it's a local cab driver. And um, yeah, in between each stop, being able to just pop that on and do a couple of encounters. I still love it. And if you want to hear more about it, you can go to Walk of the Dead, which is a podcast for that particular game. But yeah, I'm still having a. Where pretty... does it um? Where does it get its like location information from? Like, are there Pokestops? Uh, Google. It's 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 actually powered by Google. But Google what Maps. like um? Are, are there like like things you could spin like you know like Pokies to like? Oh, uh, uh, those are kind points of, like, of interest, I guess. Uh, those are supply crates, and then actually one of the cool things that you can do is. Uh, you can build your own little shelters. And so there's different shelters. And depending on which one you build, uh, when you when you drop off survivors there, um, you get those particular cards. So, like, for instance, there's shelters. And those, when you drop off survivors, you get heroes, hero cards. Um, and then armory, if you drop off survivors, you get gun cards. And so depending on, like, 
what you want to work on basically like you can get a you know more cards of that particular uh genre <laughs> but like you could throw down a shelter anywhere on the map yep um uh it's obviously limited if there's like an infestation or if there's you know another shelter too close by they won't let you put like two shelters right next to each other but for instance me i have like one shelter or i have like a warehouse to the north of me an armory to the south of me and then like i think another warehouse to the west of me and a shelter to the east of me so like the way the way i set it up on my um on my apartment i can reach all of them without having to leave my apartment so ooh, nice yeah but it's still, you know, it still has to be like a, at least a hundred meters away or whatever. So I mean, sometimes you might have to walk a little bit, but you know, it's yeah, I I, I really like it, and and in my personal opinion, way better than Pokemon Go. So, uh, but that's also because I love zombies, and I don't have a huge affinity for Pokemon. So, yeah, I'm actually still playing Pokemon Go. Just caught a Chansey today, and Chansey. Um, that makes it 150, 146 out of the original 151 Pokemon, so I'm trying to get that full. Yeah. But uh, yeah. the last two are, are regionals, so they have to go across the world to get them. Well, get on it. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> next, next time uh, I'm in Australia. Yeah, right. Um, all right, so, I mean, that's, that's pretty much what we've been doing. If you would like to join the conversation, you can go to TX3 Productions. You can also go to our Discord. Let us know what, what are you guys playing, what are you watching, what, do you, what recommendations do you have. Um, but up next, let's get to another one of our favorite segments, My Favorite Ever. All right, so my favorite ever. This time what we're going to talk about is the movies that nobody likes. So if you had to choose a movie that nobody likes but you love, what would be your runner-up, Jeff? Um, yeah, so this isn't really a movie that no one likes. Uh, I feel like just a lot of people are really indifferent about it or just don't care about it. Uh, and that film is The Social Network. Um, yeah. Easily my favorite film ever. Uh, this is the Facebook movie, as a lot of people call it. Right. Um, and I think it just gets a lot of sh- crap because because people think like uh, Mark Zuckerberg's a dick, so it's like, oh, I, I the movie ba- based about him, boo, you know? Right. Um, and then like I, I guess people really don't like Jesse Eisberg that much, but I love it. Um, the writing is in, in fantastic by Aaron Sorkin. That's another thing people fault it for, that it's too fast. Like, the dialogue, because that's, like, how Sorkin writes, like, right. watch West Wing or anything like that. Um, but, like, personally, like, that's how, like, I talk. You know, like, like whenever, like, I'm, I'm, like, talk to, like, with a good friend, like, uh, back, like, like, um, like, like we just, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this, I have so many issues with, uh, uh, like, talking over, like, the internet is so, because, like, that one millisecond of lag, like, really, like, does like hold up some conversations but the, the movie um like when i've talked to people in person like we're like back and forth and stuff and like it encapsulates that so well the writing um and i love the story because you know zuck is an asshole and mm-hmm. it paints that so well um and that it's not really that accurate to the real history 
but I don't care at all about that because I just treat it as like a piece of fiction. Right. Um, and like, and that, I mean, that's no matter like, how many, yeah. how historically accurate you are, movies always just take liberties to make certain things more enjoyable. Exactly. Yeah. Like, what? What? It would it make it better if it was a more boring film? Like, yeah, that's right. something that people like yeah kill like biopics. Like, well, actually, he didn't buy that uh, can of coke in nineteen twenty two. It was actually nineteen thirty four. It's like I don't, that <laughs> doesn't make a difference. Like, it's a movie at the end of the day, right? Um, but but yeah, the social network. Um, no one really cares for it, and that's always. Uh, I'd always, I always bring that up whenever like uh, we're talking movies. I'm like, oh, well, actually, The Social Network's objectively the best movie ever. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, how about you? Um, well, yeah, Nate, what is your runner-up? So for me, as far as my favorite movies that no one likes, I feel like are going to be a little different than others. So for me, when it comes to my favorite Evron movies that no one likes... My runner-up is probably going to be Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. Now, I feel like I'll get a lot of flack for that because a lot of people deem that as racist now. And, of course, like, I'm not a racist by any means. But it's one of those that, yeah, it's not a great Transformers movie by any means. Uh, my personal favorite is actually Reven- um, sorry, Dark of the Moon. I think that's my favorite Transformers movie of this series. But... Revenge of the Fallen is still enjoyable. Like it's, it's a good popcorn flick, and that Optimus Prime battle scene was super awesome. Yeah, there's some kind of offensive things in there, but especially now, Age of Extinction is a way worse movie than Revenge of the Fallen. So I still find Revenge of the Fallen entertaining. It's not my favorite, but I know a lot of people genuinely hate it. So there's that. My my runner up has to be uh, Suicide Squad. Uh, there is, I mean, obviously, uh, besides the like hardcore DC fans that like to think that their movies are good, they're not. Um, but even so, Suicide Squad, I don't, I, I couldn't explain why because honestly, I've watched every YouTube video explaining why it's a horrible movie, and I can agree with literally everything they say. But still, Suicide Squad, I like it. You know, it's a good movie. It's, you know, it's, it is a bad movie. Like, I'll admit that. And the dancing queen, young and see, only 17. <laughs> that, that dancing thing that she does, like, it is terrible. And, there is, and they definitely should have had Joker as the antagonist rather than just a side character. There's, like, so many videos out there that basically say, like, you know, they had a different cut of this version or of this movie, and like maybe that's what we should have had. And honestly, yeah, having a giant sky beam in the it just in the universe it p- puts this giant plot hole that nobody was willing to explain. And I totally agree with that. But I like it; it's a good movie. And I would even say that um, you know Jared Leto, as as much as people didn't like him, I liked what he did the material that he was given, I feel like he did the best Joker that he could do. Was it the best Joker ever? Absolutely not. But I still liked it. Good movie. Yeah. I mean, he did. It was a different Joker, which isn't bad inherently because right. it's like, like just cause it's different. Doesn't mean it's bad. You know, it's 
and now we have another Joker, you know? Um, personally, I didn't really, like, like, I would give it a 7 out of 10 if I, were gonna, I was going to rate it, you mm-hmm. know? Um, but, yeah, I mean, you ever seen that video where, like, uh, it's like Jared Leto, like, saying, yeah, I shot way more than they put in the film. And, like, his face is, like, like really sad. Yeah. Uh, it was almost as good as the sad flick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, Suicide Squad was was whack. I'm definitely one of those people who uh, didn't like it. Um, yeah, <laughs> but I, it's like I wanted. To, like, I don't know. It had so much potential. Like the car, the the actors were good. Like um, Will Smith was a great Deadshot. Right. Or Deathstroke. What is he? Does shot, anybody that... really care at this point? <laughs> um, but yeah, solid, solid choice for uh, favorite ever. Where, where would you put that on your rating of DC E films? Um, I'd put that just below Batman vs Superman because yeah, Batman, Batman vs Superman almost made it on this list because I know a lot of people didn't like that. But as much as a lot of people didn't like. Uh, Batman vs Superman. I feel like there's more people who didn't like Suicide Squad, so that's why it made it instead of Batman vs Superman. But honestly, yeah. I like I like Batman vs Superman more. Is that um, number one on the list, or is, uh, where does Wonder Woman fall on that? Ooh, number one, um, I guess just Wonder Woman and Man of Steel, the only two. Dark, I'd say I'd say Dark Knight. Oh, oh I'm saying uh, cinematic universe. Oh, like, well. It is. It's just part of the multiverse. So Dark Knight. No, ha, fair, fair. <laughs> I mean, I I, actually, I like what they're doing with the their. I don't know. Do they officially announce it yet? But the DC World, where it's just um, uh, there's gonna be like not every. It's not gonna be the same Batman in this. It's just gonna be like they're not all in the same universe, but like they're all like aware of each other. Have you heard of this at all or no? No, I I uh, I don't think they've officially. Or at least in the movies, movies they haven't, I guess. I, they, they might have announced it outside, obviously. Yeah. Um, which I, I think is what they should do. They already have, like, four Joker movies signed on, so, I mean, <laughs> figure that somehow. Um, and then my movie, I was going to do Godzilla, um, but I feel like we talked about that a lot yeah. earlier. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the main reason – I have actually a backup right now, but the main reason I put it on because a lot of, like, uh, kaiju fans hate that, that movie because it's so Western. Uh, the 2014 one I'm talking about. Yeah. Right. Um, well, I mean, that is kind of the point of the movie, though. You know, so it kind of seemed. I mean, what would you what would you prefer, the 2014 Godzilla or the 1999 Godzilla? It's like people choose your battles. <laughs> it's like I don't. Know. It's like people just don't want new things. I don't know. Maybe because it's it's a it's a property they love, so they feel like it's tarnishing it. Right. Um, like I, I never get that where it's like this ruined it for me, you know. Like, like right. Blessed that I killed my childhood. It's like it's another movie. It certainly mutilated, know. but I don't know if it killed it. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, I guess it could give you a bad taste on it. I don't know. But either way, my backup is um, a movie that always is on the bottom of lists. Isn't a bad movie, but you always see it at the bottom, which I think it should be way higher. Captain America: The First Avenger. Really? People didn't like I, that. Oh, yeah. I mean, look at, like, even Kind of Funny's list is pretty low. Uh, huh. And then, like, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I thought it was well-loved, but then I see, like, a bunch of the Kind of Funny Facebook group, like, they everyone was posting their own things. Everyone posted really low. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Yeah. No, I, I love that movie. I think it's not only 
uh, an amazing Captain America story. I think it's an amazing uh, World War II film. Uh, yes, and, and an amazing like Brooklyn film. You know, shouts out. I'm from Brooklyn. If you can tell from my accent, um, but just like you, you don't you don't see, I guess the film Brooklyn. But you don't really see like Brooklyn in like a mainstream movie often. Yeah. And you know, Steve Rogers is one of my favorite superheroes. Um, so yeah, I, I like that's that's like my number sixth uh, yep. MCU film. Yeah. Um, so shouts well, out. I'm I'm surprised. Yeah, I didn't know people didn't like it. Um, my main reason for liking it is obviously yeah, World War Two. Like I like anything in the World War Two. Um, honestly, the only thing I didn't like it was maybe the last like twenty minutes when they was like super obvious that they were tying it to everything. But up until that point, I felt like it was a really good movie. Um, so yeah. Nate, I mean, what's it, it your kind of had to have that because oh. it was called the first Avenger. So like, yeah, right, yeah. It definitely like from the get go, you know, it's gonna be really like heavily it's like one of the four words five words (laughs) right all right so nate what is your number one now my main pick is probably going to be league of extraordinary gentlemen now this is a throwback i mean this movie came out i think in 2003 but i really didn't know people didn't like this movie i thought people just hadn't heard of this movie um it's super interesting it's basically a victorian era maybe not victorian but like what's the best way to put it like 1800 style Avengers. Like it's set in like London, some sort of like historic time, but with weird technology and things like that. So it's kind of old school futuristic, I guess. I can't really think of a good comparison to, but this movie is just really cool. Like it was probably ahead of its time too, but it's just a really awesome, interesting uh, team up flick have basically people with superpowers but they're weird superpowers like you have a dr jekyll mr hyde kind of thing and the invisible man so it's very obscure but it's very unique and it's got sean connery so what's not to like about it but yeah a little bit of a throwback and i don't know if people necessarily don't like it or just haven't really watched it or seen it but it's definitely one of my personal not maybe not favorite, but definitely one I look back on and, and very much enjoy. So those are my my favorite ever's. Uh, and then my number one um, is Van Helsing, which is actually kind of like it kind of goes along with the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. But yeah, Van Helsing. Um, I a lot of people hate that movie, and like I don't know why. Personally, like it's not like the best Hugh Jackman movie by far, but it came out right around the same time as, you know, Hugh Jackman was getting very popular or whatever. And, um, I, I didn't take it serious. You know, I feel like that's definitely one of the, one of the, um, mistakes that a lot of people make when there is a movie like this, it's, it's a popcorn film, you know, it's not supposed to be taken super serious. It's not, it's not biting for the, you know, Oscars. It doesn't want to be a Golden Globe movie. It's just an action movie that, you know, I feel like still holds up. Like, even though there's some characters that are like super CG, I just watched it the other day and I'm like, you know, there are a lot. I mean, the original Star Wars or not the original, sorry, but the Star Wars prequel movies, the that CG does not hold up. 
to today's standards. But even though you can definitely tell that obviously this is worse CG, it, I still feel like it holds up way better than some of the other movies that use CG. Like Lost in Space is another good example with just really bad CG. And in this one, not so much. And the 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 vampires are like super over the top and just like whoa and like when they're sad and but I love it. I just I think it's a really good it's a really good just popcorn film and not a lot of people like it, but I'm like, you know what? I don't care. This is this is my jam. Um yeah, I've actually never seen this movie. Um looking at the Wikipedia page though, it does look very cool. Uh Hugh Jackman playing a yeah. Van Helsing. Wow, you've never Kate. seen it. Wow. I, I've I've never even heard of this film to be I mean I've no Van Helsing, but I don't know. A twenty two thousand four yep. Kate Beckinsale joint. Yeah. Interesting. I mean that's another reason I like it. Kate Beckinsale is so beautiful. And like I feel like this also came out right around the same time she was doing Underworld. So it was interesting to, like, to go from Vampire to Vampire Slayer. I'm like, ah, that's kind of cool. Okay. And, yeah, I, I mean, it's super cheesy. It's super over the top in a lot of instances. But, like, I wasn't expecting, like... Uh, I wasn't expecting like this epic, you know, I wasn't expecting this like Lord of the Rings style of, you know, vampires. So it's like when it, when it had this over the top acting and this melodrama, I was like, this is awesome. It's just so campy and (laughs) yeah, I like it. So that's mine. What is your guys's? Let us know what's your favorite movie ever that nobody else seems to like. I would love to know it. Um, you can let us know at ThreatX3 Productions um, at Gmail, or you can go to TX3 Productions on Twitter. All right, so um, that's pretty much it for the show. Uh, we we would like to continue our comic book book club. So, um, you know, I, last time we did it, I gave I gave it off to the guest. Do you have a comic book? that you think we should read? Ooh, great question. Um, I've been uh, on and off, just like whatever, like I'm on a long train ride, um, been uh, reading uh, Secret Empire. Secret um, Empire, okay. The uh, Marvel Cross Universe event they did, I think three years ago or four years ago. This is the one where um, uh, Captain America is a Hydra uh, <gasps> Ooh, uh, agent. Okay. What was it um, called again? Secret Empire. I'm secret 99% Empire. sure. Because they did a Secret Wars, which right. I was getting confused with. I, secret Empire is definitely, I think, is what it's called. Um, and I'm reading the, the whole graphic novel version of that because it was like two bucks on Amazon. Right. Um, and, I mean, this is hit part of a larger gripe I have about comic books where it's like, honestly, it's almost impossible just reading it standalone because it incorporates so many tie-in comics. It's like, oh, what, you weren't <laughs> reading... Um, Doctor Strange issues 26 to 28 alongside with it in during this. It's like, I, I like, there's so many like, side stories going on. Um, <laughs> right. But I've been trying, I've been getting the gist of the main plot just by reading the, uh, main issues, you know? Mm, okay. Um, but that's really cool. And, um, I was reading something else recently, um, that I really enjoyed, but I'm blanking on now. Uh, but I guess I also did a couple of farther back i was reading the original avengers comics so oh, like yeah. uh like one through five those are those are interesting if you have a 
Marvel Unlimited or I think Comicsology Unlimited also has it. Subscription. Um, like they recruit Hulk from a freaking circus. Uh, the uh, Hank Pym and um, Wasp like could not be more crucial to the original Avengers, which I did not even realize. Like they are yeah. part of the original core team. Um, it's it's very it's very very interesting. Well, you know, I, I think. I think that's a good pick. Let's let's do uh, so. Everybody listening at home, let's do the original Avengers. So, uh, what year would you say that was? I want to say sixty-eight. Let me take a quick look. Okay. So yeah, let's let's do the original because that sounds really cool, especially now that we have a, a live-action Ant-Man and the Wasp. It would be nice to kind of go back. Sixty-four. All right, so yeah, yeah. Um, I have Comicsology, so that's perfect for me. I can kind of get the first issue, and then let's let's go back in time. Gotta go back in time. Um, yeah, it's that's so like one of, one of my favorite parts is when uh, it's because they still get Captain America in the same way they get him like in Avengers in the- 2012. Oh, cool! But it's it's he was frozen for like 20 years rather than like 80 years, you know. Oh, so it's like, okay. Whoa. It's like, well, things are a little bit different, but not really that. You know, it's, it's that's funny. funny. All right, so it's yeah, like let's go back. Let's go back and uh, do the original Avengers and how they assembled. All right, so that's the assignment for the comic book book club. So make sure to read that by the time our next episode is, and uh, which, by the way, our next episode will be on August seventh, and we teased it at the beginning. We do have a major announcement. What is that announcement? We will be switching in August to a weekly podcast. Um, yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank, you. thank you so much. Um, I, I'm super excited about this. Um, for a while, we've been doing it this uh, biweekly because we also have UbiChat. Um, we're to a point now, you know, Nate, he is he has his job. He got moved. And so now we're settled enough. I feel confident enough with, you know, how many you know, guest we've been getting on the show. I feel like, you know what? We can do it. We're going to do it. So in August, we're going to switch to a weekly schedule. Not only that, hopefully we will have more content for you on our YouTube channel as well that we'll be able to do on a weekly basis. Wow. <laughs> that was weird. Sorry. Okay. So uh, hopefully we'll get you even more content that you guys will enjoy. So starting August, we will be going weekly. Um, and coming up next episode, we'll have our full review of Orange is the New Black, the new season, and No Man's Sky, the next update. So we'll talk about that on the next episode. So I'm this was Nick. right now, the No Man's Sky. I know, it's to, com- uh, I know it's downloading, and I'm like, I'm waiting for it. Um, very interested to see what they're going to do. Should I st- what's, what's your take? Should I start a new save? I have like four hours in a save from 2016. I, right now, I started a new one last yesterday, and I already okay. got myself up to 800,000. So like, yeah, I'm like, I'm sitting pretty right now. So, um, yeah, if you guys are playing stuff, so No Man's Sky, let us know and everything. Um, but thank well, you now for we team up. We could join each other's parties. Oh yeah. Do you, are you playing on the PS4? I have it on PC actually. Oh, uh, One we, of those dorks. Conceptually. If I were to have, we could play together. <laughs> okay, sweetie. Okay. Um, all right, and that's pretty much it for us. Um, once again, 
Jeff, go ahead and let them know what do you do and where can they find you? Yeah, remember you can find all my stuff, um, my YouTube, my articles. I also write for the New York Game Critic Circle. Uh, you can find all that at Mr. Brawl, as in like Super Smash Bros. Brawl, uh, 96, uh, one word, there's no period after Mr. Mr. Brawl 96. Um, and then you can find uh, my podcast, my PlayStation Weekly Podcast, PS Best Friends at PSBF Podcast on Twitter. Um, last week we were talking about, uh, funny enough, Call of Duty World War II as well, the new Fortnite update. Nice. Um, we have yeah, uh, the two other co-hosts are big Fortnite players, so if you're trying to get into Fortnite or you're advanced Fortnite player, you can definitely check that out. Um but yeah, that's that's about it. Thank you. Uh, oh, you could also join the Facebook group we have. That's actually where we found Nate. Uh, Facebook.com slash groups slash PS Best Friends. Um, but yeah, thank you once again for having me on. This was a, a great show. Um, Hundo P. Hey, definitely. Thank you for coming on. We'll definitely have to put you on the rotation. So we'll have you on again. Or maybe one of your other guys we can... You can spread the love, so to speak, and have one of your other co-hosts on. That would be nice, too. Oh, 100%. Thank you so much for joining us today on Nerd to the Third. And um, you guys stay nerdy, huh? Peace. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Nerd to the Third. What episode is this? <laughs> Six. Six? Okay. <laughs> that was only that was almost Scooby-Doo-ish. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, everybody, and welcome back. Yeah, so, yeah, real quick, real quick, Jeff, go ahead and let everybody know. Uh, oh, f*** me. Um, let's start that again. I didn't start my timer. My timer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ready? Yeah. All right. So thank you so much for joining us. Honey, stop making noises. <laughs>